Welcome to Couch to Coast, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. And we are live. We are live again. Guest again. number two. Guest number two. We are racking them up. This time next year, we'll have hundreds of guests on. We'll, we'll have people asking to come on to the show. Hundreds of guests in one show. That's going to well, be difficult. One show. Yeah. <laughs> well, after the after what we just we've been trying to get on to the, the with the barefoot, yeah. I, have, really I mean, I have been looking forward to this episode all week to interview this guy and have a chat to mm. him, and he, he kept us waiting. It took us about. What two hours to get the technology right? A little bit on his side, a little bit on our side, but yeah, we managed it. We managed it, and I think we've got a good interview, haven't we? We have. I think it's really good, and he, he, he presents himself very well, and he's got a reason for what he was doing, what he's doing, and he continues to do. I'm not going to no spoilers, but no spoilers. Uh, so who we got then, Rob? Who we got? We've got a guy who is he lives in Stoke. He's been living in Stoke for a number of years. His name is Paul, but he's known as Barefoot Blade. He's originally from Sheffield, so that's why he's called Barefoot Blade, because he's a Sheffield United fan. So I've noticed that he goes to Sheffield United quite a few few times. I don't think he's got a season ticket, but he goes quite often. I think he might have a season ticket, actually. And he is a guy, hence the name Barefoot Blade. He runs Barefoot. Oh. Yeah, he does. And uh, he tells us about things that have happened to him. With his with his feet, and uh, I think we should have a listen. Let's have a listen. Barefoot blade. And we're here again. We've got guest number two with us. Barefoot blade. Thank you. Welcome Thanks for to the show, me. Paul. So I don't I don't know if you want to introduce yourself, barefoot, or can we call you Paul? What do you want us to yeah, call? What's, us? The, what's the best what thing to call you? Anything you okay, want. Okay. We'll call you Barefoot uh, yeah, Blade. Yeah, I'm Barefoot Blade, uh, originally from Sheffield, uh, being stoked for about 17 years. I'm married, um, I've been running for about 10 years, but for the last two and a half years I've been running totally complete barefoot. So we're talking, I think we touched on it in the, the last episode when we said we were getting you on, we're talking skin to tarmac or skin to any surface is that what we're saying yeah when i first started it was just skin to a few surfaces but now it's skin to any surface okay we'll come back to that so we've got we've got a question one of the listeners sent in which we'll come back right. to in a bit um why why did you start doing that uh injuries i kept on getting injured wearing shoes in the end um so of course i did my research on it and thought I don't know, I might well get a try because I had to learn a whole new way of running again because obviously I must be running so badly in shoes in the end that I kept getting injured, so I thought I'll try and remodel my running a bit. But it was never my intention really to run completely barefoot. Did just somebody, happened. Did somebody just recommend it to you then or was it that Sorry? you decided yourself? No, I just did research on the internet and read the, the book called Bone to Run. I read that. As oh, stuff. that is a fantastic book. Yeah, that it's is... a MacDougall, top bloke. Yeah. And so I just thought, I've got nothing to lose here, so let's let's give it a go. And I bought myself some minimally shoes. Like, my plan were to run in then, but I went to the park and I didn't actually put them on. And I just thought, I'm going to actually try and run with no shoes on. And it just went from there, basically. 
So the minimalist shoes that you bought, um, I don't know if you... Rob says that you are a keen listener of the show, so you might have heard our last uh, episode. We had a question about minimalist shoes. What type of minimalist shoes did you buy? Was it... Christopher Dougal in his book talks about the... They're almost like sandals. Are you talking like the actual, like, barefoot-type trainers? I can't remember what, actually what they were called, but they only cost me about a tenner. They were dead cheap, but they were like... Basically, they had no sole on them. about a, probably about a millimetre sole. They were dead flimsy so uh but obviously like so i went to the park and i, I didn't actually put them on I, I do wear them when i go to the gym because i have to obviously i can't be back in the gym they don't allow me to be but that's the only time actually i actually do wear them i actually run all the time be 900 950 days i'm just seeing on your facebook it was not, you said nine about an hour ago 935 days so that's coming up to nearly three yeah, years there you yeah. go yeah wow wow I know, so uh, it just went from there, like, and we just like did a few laps around the park and stuff, and it felt pretty good, and just took it from there basically, and just and now we're uh, on barefoot all the time. That's so, so what, mainly. what injuries were you getting? Mainly with my sh- uh, ki- uh, calves and shins, mainly. I had shin pins quite a lot. Yeah. Which I've been running years ago, but I think what it was because I, I had a few inj- I had injured, I injured my thigh joint running the marathon uh, ooh, about seven eight years ago. And since then, it's essentially like running a bit overcompensated when I was running. So, hence why I had like more problems with my lower legs. So, but, uh, so what, what, what happened is like in, when I used to run in shoes in the end, run for like two days and I was like, I'll take a week off then. No. That was no good. And, and then to be like, me cast and shin settled down a bit until I could run again. So I just basically just thought, I've got nothing to lose here. Let's get, let's and get it going. Was it comfortable straight away or did it take a while to get used to? Well, I ran down Hanley Park. Like, I know Hanley Park, obviously, I didn't run on the gravel, but you know Hanley Park, yeah. Hanley Park, Rob. The, down, down the hill yeah. is quite smooth, isn't it? Down the hill. Obviously, I didn't like the gravel. That, that, that only belt come, that's only come recently, that yeah. gravel at Hanley Park. But, so I did that, and then like, I just took from there where they like a couple laps down the street to Shelton, near the station and stuff. And they just generally built up from there. And then um, I started August 2020, and in the December... I ran a virtual half marathon barefoot, so like it took three months basically, mm. and that was uh, that was around nicely and a uh, bit off more. But again, that again that was the, the road was pretty smooth, so it was pretty good. Yeah, so that's on road. Yeah, because one of the questions we have had and Ben's touched on it a little bit was asking about what is your favourite uh, surface to run on, and there is anything that you wouldn't run on. Uh, I won't say anything. I'll give every surface a try. Put it that way. And there've been obviously there've been a few races this year that have ran, ma- mentioning Ipstones and the Flying Fox that were quite <laughs> dodgy yeah. compared to like short farmer's gravel for about a mile. Yeah, which I, can, on. I can remember running that, and I was thinking to myself because I saw you at the start, I thought, I'm, I'm just I'm struggling getting over this. Never mind somebody with no no trainers on. And actually, did fall over Ipstones, but and it was more like embarrassment when they did. They just got up and just like. <laughs> The quickest last bit because I was so embarrassed that I fell over. Well, it was quite muddy, wasn't it, towards the end when you were running up the hill? It was quite muddy, yeah. and I was slipping all over the place, so I can't imagine yeah, it was. there for. But the no service I won't not try to run on. Like, I know Hanley Park, it's only been very recently that I can actually manage to do the Hanley Park run, like full with the gravel at Hanley Park, that's quite sharp. Yeah. I mean, I, I get sent out to the car quite often by Rachel to get the pram out of the boot, 
and you know when you walk in and all of a sudden you get a stone under your foot and it's oh yeah and you're like i can't i can't why have i done this i should have just put my shoes on so <laughs> you get I'm, used I'm to not... it though it's something you get used to your body just adapts and my my feet adapt perfectly crazy so have you noticed a change to the bottom of your feet in terms of the skin? Has it hardened or has it actually got softer or what, what's it's, actually happened It's there? hardened, but not like people may think. They're not like hobbit's feet. They don't look like ugly or like that or chewed <laughs> up. <laughs> they're, they're, actually, they're still like feet. And you can, obviously you can still tell they've got a bit like that, a bit hard, but to tell you probably can't really, like once they're clean and stuff after running, you probably so you can't tell that like much. Sh- you don't yeah. look like Fro- Frodo Baggins then, huh? <laughs> no, not really. No, they're, they're, they're not bad. They're pretty good. Nick, my feet are. Have, yeah. you got a, have you got a skincare routine for your feet now, then? A lot of people ask me that, and the answer is no. Is it? Just, okay. um, There's nothing different, then? No, just I, I like my baths anyway, but just sort of bath. Normally, sort it out. Yeah, well, I... I... But they, say, they say you shouldn't have that many baths, though, because apparently it, like, softens your skin, though, but yeah. I'm always in baths, and I don't know nothing to make my feet. But... <laughs> I'm not a fan of the bath. I'm, I'm sure in a wash, not. obviously, but I'm not a fan of the bath. I love it, but... and then it, and so it's basically just what I would do normally after a run, basically. Just do exactly yeah. what I did when I wore shoes, basically. <laughs> nothing different. So in, in terms of the, the, the weather conditions, like you, obviously you've got the hot conditions where the tarmac might get hot, but then if we have snow, it's freezing. Is there is there any weather condition that will put you off, or what's your favourite weather condition? I don't know what the threshold would be, being truthful, because I, I ran like in minus four, and at one time I thought that weren't possible, or, and when there'd be heat waves, also I ran when it were like about 90 odd degrees, and also my feet, when you're moving, your feet's absolutely fine, it's like obviously the stopping and starting that you get cold. Like when I ran in yeah. snow the other day, yeah. first 100 yards, 200 yards, my feet were really freezing. But once I got into my running, they felt no different than any other run. So that initial part, so I don't know what my threshold will be, but I have run in all weathers, obviously, since like since I've been running barefoot, and it doesn't bother me at all running in cold or hot weather. The perfect weather is probably like spring or autumn, that's probably the night sort of. Yeah, I suppose it's the same for most people, isn't it? When they go out running, I went out today absolutely freezing cold yeah. in my shorts and t-shirt and as soon as I started running I felt okay so I suppose it's a similar kind of thing isn't it although I would never say that I would go out running barefoot <laughs> but no it, it, the weather like I said like the weather we've had like stuff like luckily in Britain it's not that bad anyway weather wise yeah. like some like I couldn't imagine living in somewhere like Norway and barefoot all the time but then people do do it I've like, had yeah. a bloke who ran an off man when it was minus 15 <laughs> And I've got a question for you just before we move on to anything else. I've noticed on your Facebook account that you stand one with one foot up like a flamingo. What's that all about? Uh, that's the only way I just take a picture for a big thing normally, but I do normally I run differently than I did before. I do run that normally right. just like because when I'm on my own, I find it quite difficult to take a picture yeah. of myself running. <laughs> that's normally just for like me right, like struggle or something like that normally. And I can I can just I can say that uh, your feet do look normal. There's a picture on Facebook of your feet, and they yeah. do look normal, as, feet, as 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 normal feet can look. Anyway, yeah, they're not bad. Because what, size, what size? What, what size shoe are you? Seven, but actually I think I've gone up half a size in shoe since I've been barefoot in, because yeah, because really? obviously my feet have filled out a lot more. Because you've been quite chunky, ah, chunky okay. at one time, and now they've gone quite muscly, and my feet have become a lot more spread out than they were as well. I mean, this is go. this is part of the thing I spoke about last week with uh, wearing trainers mm-hmm. all the time. It restricts your feet, so your feet 
obviously aren't splaying out and they're not as wide. So I'd imagine, if anything, your feet have probably got wider, you're saying. Yeah, then, they have got wider than most men. My toes are more spread out. But not injured, just wider. So obviously you, your feet are filling out. And your injuries now, non-existent? Uh, still getting the old one. Like, if asked me the question, uh, probably a couple months ago, I would have probably said non-existent. But uh, like after Christmas, because like, over Christmas period, I, w- I wore some of my old shoes. And what's happened is, like, my leg, I must have too tight. And it's, it's caused it to turn nice in top of my foot. So that's the only injury probably now that I've got. But I don't think that's the best one that's led to be trained being too tight or tying up too tight. So, yeah. But that, that's like, I get, I've had a slow January because of that, but hopefully I'm back on it now. So day to day you wear shoes? You um, don't walk around like, you don't pop to the shops barefoot? I, yeah, I do. I go shopping barefoot, but only after me run them. I don't, yeah. I don't take my shoes off to go shopping, put it that way. But. So the next, the obvious question then, Paul, is... What's the general reaction as you're walking around? Because I'd imagine you're quite well known in the area now. Um, it's mixed, really, though. But a lot of people have been dead supportive and been like, like lots of beeping when I'm running and stuff, though, and stuff. Though you get like the many shock, shock look, which always try and make me look happy when I'm running because people look and they're thinking so much pain. You'll see pain on the faces and yeah. running past, and, and like so, I always try and make a special effort like to look like that, I'm actually enjoying it, which I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not in pain at all. I wouldn't do it with painful, like would I? I wouldn't put out that pain. No, well, and I suppose that's the question. Does it does it cause any pain? And if it doesn't cause any pain, I suppose Some why change? A bit more challenging others and stuff, and then. But I've run everywhere else. Runs it just might take me a bit longer on certain like races and things. The Couch to Coach podcast is available on a wide variety of podcast players. If you like what you hear in this episode, please remember to follow the show and set a future episodes to auto-download. Our main objective on this show is to get people into running and to talk about running. We're two normal guys that live normal lives, and although our following is growing, we rely on you, the listeners, to get the word out there about this show. So please, whilst you're listening, remember to leave us a review on your chosen podcast player to help boost our ratings. Finally, you can stay up to date with all things Couch to Coached over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Just search for Couch to Coached. So, unfortunately, Ben's had to leave us. He's—I um, don't know what's happening here. Something, something's happened, so he's had to had to go and leave the podcast. But. Fortunately, I'm still here with Barefoot, so you've got the better end of the deal anyway, Barefoot. You've got, you can get a chance to talk to me. Uh, so I know we've got a couple of questions that we ask every, well, we're going to be asking every guest. Uh, we've only had, you are our only second guest, so the questions will be around your personal bests. So if you could just give us your personal bests, either barefoot or before you went barefoot. So what's your personal best for a 5K? Uh, before in shoes, uh, it was twenty fifty six at Whammy Portland. I did that. So twenty fifty six. Twenty fifty six. That was what you're talking about nine years ago, eight nine eight years or something like that. Right. Quite okay. Like so that. that's quite fast then. Twenty fifty six. Not a bad. Not a bad effort. That. So what's your bare foot? Say that. Again, to my barefoot time twenty five oh three. Twenty five oh three. Twenty five oh three. That was Whammy last year as well. That's really good. So both both PBs are both at the Whammy then. Yeah, they are. Yeah. For people that don't know, don't know the Whammy. So Whammy is quite a nice route. Um, it's quite. I, I would say, with trainers, it's quite a, a nice route. I don't. I'm not sure you'd agree. What 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 are your thoughts about the Whammy with bare, being barefoot? 
it's, it's a nice course. There's a bit of gravel, like like the turnaround point where you turn around, but it's not too bad like to go. But it's quite good though. When you actually run it, if you like, if you go like the quick first mile, you have yeah. to latch go slowly your second mile, so it gives you that time to recoup a bit. And it's actually crazy. But since running barefoot at the whammy, I keep doing quite a lot of negative splits. All right, okay. Okay. I got pretty quick there. I got the second mile obviously because of the gravel. I got really quick on the gravel. Yeah. And then took like a time to like get my breath back or whatever. Then the the other things pretty quick, fast like fast mile at the whammy as well. Yeah. yeah, that's good then. That's good then. Yeah. And did you do any do you do you do any other part local part runs then or just whammy? I've done uh, all the local ones. Which one's your favourite? Uh, whammy crew, Trenton, Hanley. Uh, I haven't done uh, Congleton yet, but I would love to try and go doing Congleton. I did Congleton. A, did Congleton a couple of weeks ago, and it's quite an hour. again. It's it was it was raining quite significantly. Yeah. <laughs> we got absolutely soaked, and there was quite a lot of puddles and mud out there. So I'm not sure how your barefoot would cope with that. Um, probably uh, cool. Probably it's, it's a bit early, but not too bad though. But one is good, one is good, but one is fast. And that reason why one is quite good because it's quite a fast course. Yeah. So you won't me go to the whammy. <laughs> yeah. What about your 10K? What's your 10K PB? My um, 10K PB, sorry, my 10K PB in shoes was uh, just under 45. Okay. And um, and barefoot uh, was 58 minutes, but that were um, Stoke, uh, Stoke 10K around Blayton. The, so the festival of running was that one? That one, the festival of running, yeah. That was uh, this year, in July. How did you find that course? Uh, quite tough. Uh, it was fine, obviously, running down the in the Stanley Matthews way towards Blurton. Yeah. Fine on there. And then, but obviously, then we get through Blurton, they had like quite a lot of things, like quite a lot of glass had to avoid coming through Blurton. And also, yeah. quite quite tough coming up the hill because quite yeah. a lot of like leaves and twigs and stuff and shop like twigs that had to avoid. So, but yeah, yeah it, it would have been like a different surface. I probably could have been a bit quicker than it did. Yeah. What's your what, what's, what about half marathon then? Because I know you said have, have you done the potters off? Yeah, I've done the potters off uh, four times. Sorry, I've done the potters off five times and just done it three times in shoes yeah. and twice barefoot. Right. Uh, I did, uh, my best off half time was at Coggleton yeah. when I did just sub one hour forty five. Oh right, okay. One hour forty four, fifty four, something like that. Yeah. And then uh, I, and then my best barefoot time is. Uh, Two hours, 19 minutes, I was a virtual barefoot off my after I did uh, three months after switching to barefoot running. So, All right. and that's still the quickest time. Are you doing any more Harrow Half Marathons this year then or next year? Uh, no, we focus solely on Manchester this year. And my, my so mind, you... Obviously, they've got any knock about, but I don't think they've got any half marathons like from now to April anyway, locally that could do really. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you mentioned Mar- Manchester Marathon. So, that's the marathon that you're doing. In, is, that, is that in April, did you say? Yeah, it's in April, yeah. So just tell us a bit about that then. So is, is that your first marathon that you're going to do barefoot? Yeah, so this would be me, uh, this would be me uh, fifth marathon, but yeah. the first one I'll be running barefoot. And I believe you're doing it for charity then as well. Yeah, I'm doing it for me, um, I'm doing it for a charity called, uh, a small charity called uh, Bath Syndrome UK. It's in memory of me, a uh, cousin little girl who died at age three, 2017 of this condition, and it's quite a cruel illness. Yeah. It, it takes like mainly mainly girls, and it's it's, it's quite unknown condition as well. Like, but obviously it's quite a serious condition. Obviously, and, and, and young children obviously have to lose a life because of it. Yeah. So I, I, I did in Manchester before uh, for the same charity 
in 2018 in shoes, so but I'm going to do it again, obviously, Manchester. Oh, right. So, so you've done it before for the same charity in shoes and you're going to do it again yeah. without the shoes. So what we'll do, what we will do is we'll put the, the link on for people that are listening. So people that are listening, uh, if you want to support Barefoot in his, in his efforts to raise funds for, for the charities chosen, we will put a link onto, onto the information on the show notes. And also we will put a link out there on Instagram. So how much you aim to raise, how much, you, how much you aim to raise? Uh, whatever, every little else. Yeah, I put really put a target on. It. I think I put a target five hundred pound, but every little else. And I know people like obviously depending on crime and stuff. You can't expect people to give that much money when the credit crisis on and things else. So just whatever. Yeah, I, I, I haven't got a raise. I'm doing it off my own back. I haven't got a raise a significant amount. Not like London, yeah. where like I, I, I have to have like over a thousand pounds and stuff. It's the same. Whatever can they basically I'm happy with. Yeah, every, every little bit helps. So what's your power, what's your, what did you get in your marathon PB then? In shoes, in four hours twelve in Wolverhampton. Right, so four hours twelve. Wow. Two thousand thirteen that way. Okay. And uh, and the barefoot marathon time, uh, obviously the barefoot marathon time I haven't done yet. But I'm hoping for around five and a half hours. I'm quite happy yeah. with that. That'd be good. But, but again, it's only just about finishing. That that be so goal. Yeah. Yeah. Finish marathon, you know, shoes and that. That's what what will be well happy if we can do that. And how's the training going for that? Um, I picked up a bit up uh, like this month and stuff, so I'll be all right and stuff like that. Truthfully, I wouldn't really trust myself to train for about 16 weeks. Yeah. I thought to train for about 12 weeks to just try and bang it out as much as I can then. So yeah. I come into it quite fresh. And that's what I'm going to do this time. I'll give myself 12 weeks of uh, like doing quite a lot of decent, getting quite a lot of decent mileage under my belt. That, that's my plan anyway. Yeah, so we'll have to get you back on. We'll have to get you back on to make sure, just to find out how you got on with the marathon. Oh, yeah, I'm glad to come back on. Thank you. What's your um, favourite distance? Favourite distance, 10K. Why did you say 10K? Because it's uh, obviously like, it's like not that long that you have to like two or three hours of running to take out your day. It's an hour, you can run a 10K in an hour. So you can run them basically. I can run a 10K like after finishing a night shift. And yeah. then go, don't like eat that much into your day, does it? No, no. I suppose. No, well, I is, it, is it better on your feet? Is it better on your feet as well? Would you say? Um, I don't know really because my feet, I, the problem is my feet can go forever. My feet feel like they can run forever. Like when I ran the potters last year, my body ate, but my feet were absolutely fine. My feet <laughs> feel like they can quite run for it and keep going. My feet forever. Feet want to keep going at potters. <laughs> I suppose it's a different it's a different thing to think about, isn't it? Because most runners yeah. like myself, we're, we're, all we're worried about is if we're, if we're chafing and we have put things on to stop us chafing. Yeah. If his muscles are aching, we have to do things to try and prevent muscle aching. But I think it, having to th- think about how, how my feet are, I never actually really worry about other than getting blisters. Do you get blisters when you're running, actually? Um, you, when I first started, I had a few blisters, yeah, while we're transitioning. Yeah. No, not all, not even like in cold weather, I don't get nothing now. Uh, oh, that's... Because I can remember I was recommended to go barefoot when I went to have my gait analysis at a running shop that I went to. It was at at Vela Runner in in Stone. And they said to me, because I was a heel striker, that the best thing to probably try is to to go and run barefoot on grass because you can't actually run with a heel striking. It gives you a better foot strike. So it's interesting. That's great. I know myself, I I describe myself as I used to run like an elephant. I'd run like a mouse. Yeah. Like, it, like our, our match transition happened. One time, I used to, I, I used to dead every foot. I know when I used to run. It was a foot, foot, foot. 
But yeah. now, like, 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 I'm like a mouse when I run now, like, well, like little footstep fight and stuff. So you can creep up on behind people and make, not anybody knows that you're coming. Yeah, the best, I'm, I'm, obviously, when I got music on, I went to myself with everyone and I couldn't hear anything. Yeah. Only crazy. I felt mean, like used to it all. <laughs> I say that sometimes because people always say that I'm like footy when I run when I, when I, when I, when I run or walk I'm like a giraffe when I, when I look like a giraffe but I sound like a gazelle when I run <laughs> rather than a mouse and what's yeah. your most memorable run? Uh, I've said Potters I've done Potters twice barefoot and each time unbelievable so much sport so much sport I've done like old Stoke of course get the, the old weird comment the old funny comment which are quite funny yeah, but I quite like them, but uh, but no, I've said the Potters, but then also I've said races like Ipstons and uh, the Flying Fox also were challenging, which they're quite memorable for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose I know Ben's not here to actually say that he will or not, but I'm trying to persuade Ben to come over to Stoke and do a few runs. I know he's doing the NSRRA, but I'm trying to get him to do the Potters off because we spoke about it quite a few times about uh, the Artbreak Hill, and he's he doesn't understand how quite steep it is. Uh, so it'd be interesting to get him over here to actually try it out. I like it at the end as well. So when you're absolutely shattered, yeah. got back to, like, it wouldn't be bad at the start, but he's back at the end. So, I know, know, I know. I live at the top of there. So I, I run up there quite often. And wherever I run to, if I go out running, I have to run up a hill at some point because I have to get back to my house. Uh, so I, I, I get... I get I get quite a lot of hill hill sessions in. And I suppose yeah. it's the same for like Ipstones and Mirbrook. We've got quite a lot of hilly runs, haven't we, around us? So they are very memorable. Yeah. Sometimes not for the right reasons, but we have got memorable runs. Yeah, good job. So if, you've, if, if there was anybody out there thinking about running out barefoot, so if somebody came to you and said, barefoot blade, tell me, what do I need to do? What would you advise? Well, first of all, you've got to... Obviously, it's got to be enjoyable. If you're not going to enjoy it, then it's absolutely no point doing it. Yeah. That's the first thing. Obviously, like, you have to be, just basically just take it slow. Just like do a mile at a time or half a mile and see how you feel. On the surface, it's pretty decent, either like grass or like smooth tarmac. That's yeah. why I, I went and went from there. But you have to, what I say, I have to watch, I have to watch the cars quite a lot when I first started the road because the eight after about half a mile, like never ate before. But that probably because they were so weak and they haven't been used like this before, even though I've been running all these years. Yeah. They're probably quite, the cars are probably quite weak compared to how they are now. And yeah. just like listen to your body, listen to your, body, listen to your feet. Because yeah. I, find, I find now that my feet sometimes talk to me when I'm running. Not literally talks to me, but <laughs> just like I'm running like if, if I'm running quietly off form slightly, in, I know how I feel in my feet. My feet are like yeah. tell me like I'm running quite like not running as fluent as I normally do for whatever reason. So that's quite good as well. If if you listen to your feet as well, that's quite important because your feet will be a good indicator how things are going. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose we always we've said that in the past on on past podcasts about starting off slow. If people are starting to run, we always yeah. say don't go too fast and start off slow, but also start off with short distances because you don't want to. My, wanna... my, my first start when that was my biggest fault. That were yeah. Like, I started running and I'm at miles and stuff. Then of course get injured, don't you? Yeah, and that's that's the, that's the thing. What what we see quite often with people is that they they, they do yeah. that and then they then they stop running because they, they don't like the feelings after. So I suppose I it makes sense to actually say start slow, start mm-hmm. start short, and uh, and build up with that. Um, and then but not enjoying it, enjoyment, don't you? So if not enjoying it and you get anything, then you know you need to for enjoyment, don't you? We go along, yeah. Do you ever meet anybody else running out barefoot? Are you the only person that you know? Does it? 
there's a guy called George um, who runs Barefoot a few times. He's from South Africa. Uh-huh. And uh, he ran through Portland Barefoot uh, with me. Well, it were, he ran quicker than me. He ran. I started off with him, though, but he was just too quick for me. <laughs> and he, he Not all the time, but he had been known to run Barefoot, yeah. Oh, right. Okay, so you and are the, the person that you know that runs Barefoot all the time. All the time, yeah. So I won't, if, wherever I'm running now, I won't, won't run in shoes ever again, I don't think, no. No, all right, okay. Brilliant. That's really good. Well, I think that brings us to an end. I think, uh, I'm not sure if Ben would have any more questions to ask you, but I don't think I've got any more questions. And like I say, we'll get you back on. We will get you back on in April and we can uh, listen right, to find out you. about Manchester Marathon and how much you've raised. And if people are wanting to to donate money to, to Barefoot, please do so. Uh, we'll put the link in there. Every little helps, as, as Barefoot has said. Um, and I just want to say thank you, Barefoot, for spending the time actually coming in to speak to us. No, you're welcome. Thank you for having me on. And it's nice that I can promote Barefoot Running in a positive way, which we're trying to do. Definitely, definitely. Cheers, matey. All right, thanks very much. Cheers. There you go. Barefoot Blade. Uh, the, The lovely gentleman that is Barefoot Blade. So if anybody is thinking of trying Barefoot Running, either get in contact with us and we can put you in the contact with Barefoot or just have a go. Also, but don't get in do contact it. with us expecting me to give you advice because <laughs> it probably ain't going to happen. I'm not qualified. Barefoot <laughs> is qualified. He, I mean, the book that he said he read, uh, Born to Run, yeah. um, it's a really good read, actually. Is it? In all honesty, it's a very, very good read. It's actually probably, if, I think if you, if you surveyed a group of runners, a lot of people would say that Born to Run is one of their favourite books. Serious runners, I would say, majority of them that like reading books have read Born to Run. Fantastic book. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Um, but I could see where he'd come from because it talks a lot about how um, we should go back to um, our roots and, and just modern-day shoes and modern-day footwear are ruining us. But obviously... Mm. We all we all need shoes, but obviously obviously not. If you pull. No. no. I think it was really fascinating that he said that he just decided one day. <laughs> I just decided that I was gonna run barefoot. Because I like I said in the in the interview, I, I was they suggested it to me when I went to have trainer fit, you know, I did a gait analysis and that 'cause I'm a I'm a heel striker, as Paul is as well, as he said. Um and they suggested that to try and correct that form, that I should go running on grass barefoot. And I can remember speaking to you about it actually when I first we first started uh, talking as, as a coach. Um, but I never did actually do it. I never actually got around to doing it. So, but I, it's, it's, I suppose it, it works. Out. It makes sense that you can only run a certain way when you're barefoot. So you can only place your foot on the floor in the correct way. I think your natural response when you're barefoot is to, as I said in the interview, is to protect your feet. So I think naturally you're going to be spending a lot of time looking at the floor, not obviously hunched over because I don't think that's good for anyone's running form, but your natural response to not having shoes on. I mean, if you walk down the road barefoot, you tend to be a lot softer with your foot. So running, I think you're when you are being cautious, your running stride shortens and that means you are going to be more protecting the joints, the muscles, obviously going to be working a bit harder. But it's obviously working for him, which is fantastic. I think... And he's, 
I'm really looking forward to seeing how he gets on with his marathon training. Yeah, and he's got hench feet by the sounds of it, muscular feet. <laughs> feet. I love the fact that he said his feet aren't his feet aren't like a hobbit. Like a hobbit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he ain't got hobbit feet. Thanks for clearing that up, Paul. <laughs> I can vouch for that as well, but like I say on Facebook, I've looked at the art. They aren't that bad actually, as as feet can be. I suppose I'm not a big fan of feet. I mean, I'm size 14 feet myself. I'm hoping I bump into him at the uh, one of the NSRRA races at some point because I ain't going to be able to look at him. I'll just be looking at his feet. <laughs> See well dear to the uh... Studying, get down on my hands and knees and have a look at his feet. But no, I, think... oh, I wanted to ask him, but that was the question I wanted to ask him. Does he go, because people go for like sports massage, is his therapy to go for a foot massage? Oh, I should have asked him that. I'll have to, we'll have to, when he comes back on April, we'll have to ask him that have question. Ask him. Go... Yeah, so I think we are, we are going to obviously look, keep a very close eye on him. Um, yeah. If you're not already following him, he's on Instagram, uh, Barefoot Blade, um, yeah. and I think it would be good to give him some support with his marathon training because it sounds like he's doing it for a very worthy cause, a cause close to his heart. Obviously, you can sponsor him if you want, um, and we'll get him back on after Manchester, and hopefully he's finished and met his goal, um, which would be nice to hear. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So that's guest number two done. Guest number um, two in the bag. In the bag. We've just got a bit of time to talk about this weekend. What's happening this weekend, Rob? There's a, I think there's a race on. We've been bigging up quite a lot. Is uh, there's All Sage Five, which is uh, the first NSRRA race, uh, and we've talked about it a bit. It's quite a flat, nice race. As Paul Barefoot has said, he, he's ran it before and he quite liked it. So we've got that coming up on Sunday. It's around the corner. Uh, it is. That's only around the corner. Well, for you it is. I've got to get in the car and drive an hour. It's, yeah, it's a, I'm not sure how far it is. It's, it's, it's quite an hour for me. It's not too bad for me. So people get there early enough to get you to collect your number. What time is that? Uh, half nine? Half past nine, I think, yeah. To half get past there. nine? Yeah. And I so heard go I'm, I'm going to be making my Stokefoot debut. Get you in. You are. You are. You are making That's a Stokefoot debut. We're having a special photo for me joining. Is that what I've heard? Well, there's, there's apparently, I don't know if Mick Hall, Mick Hall listens to this, but Mick Hall is a photographer that takes photographs at local, all the local races. And he had teamed up with Vela Runner, who is another um, sports shop that does running. That's where I got my... my my last pair of trainers from. Where I've got, got a voucher. I've got a voucher. I won a voucher at one of the NSRRA races to go and get myself some more trainers. They are teamed up and they are providing free photos. So photos of the races, but also team photos. So yeah, you'll be on the Stoke Fit team photo. I'm going to stand under the entry, the start line, with my Stoke Fit t-shirt like the footballers do. <laughs> side, side. Yeah, I mean, I'm only a second claim. So that, you know, being respectful <laughs> to my current club, you know, yeah. I'm on... On loan for on the loan. season. Yeah, loan. In yeah. a Stoke Fit shirt in the January window. It was a deadline <laughs> deadline day signing completed two days ago. Is it Kirsty that sent me the email through? Coaching yeah, me. Yeah. Signed the documents. Paid much my, my transfer fee, which was twenty four pounds. I have you know. Mm, That's not all I'm worth. Hundred million. 20, twenty four quid. But yeah, I'll stand, I'll stand there with my Stoke Fit shirt, loving it. Um, so, how are you feeling for the race? You ready? I'm all right. I'm feeling okay. I, I, I... I'm just a bit like I said to you before we came on this episode, talking about this episode, I feel a bit fatigued, I would say. Uh, I felt a bit rough at the, over the weekend. Uh, I went canny cross running on Saturday with Dexter, with Amanda Kelly and, and James Tutton from Stoke Fit, who organised canny cross, because I'm interested in getting into that with the dog, getting the dog running. Sunday was supposed to be a long run. I didn't actually get out do the long run because I felt rough. 
but a bit of a tight chest. Uh, went out with Stoke Fit again on the Monday. Felt okay on Monday. Uh, went out and did six miles. Tuesday went play football. Felt okay. Wednesday didn't do anything yesterday. And then today I just feel a bit. I went out for a quick run. Uh, I was planning on doing five easy miles. Ended up only doing three and a half. Just feeling quite fatigued. Um, so I don't know if it's the culmination of last week. I'm feeling a bit rough. It might be a couple of things. It sounded like Craig David doing your run for a few week then. Yeah. <laughs> Stick for a drink on Moose Day. You're making love by Wednesday. What are you doing? <laughs> I asked you how your week was not to sing a song to me. <laughs> well, that could, be, that could be a couch challenge. No, it's, uh, so what do you think... Uh, I mean, I've got a sneaky suspicion that I've I've caused this fatigue by setting you the coach challenge. So I, set, I set you the challenge last week to basically top the leaderboard of the Strava leaderboard, which we'll come on to in a minute, to be fair. But I think I've, I've caused this damage. <laughs> so not the so best to... coaching methods, but <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get it. We'll take it serious from next week. <laughs> so to get me to the to get, to get me to the top of the league, I've actually sacrificed myself. <laughs> yeah, but you've only got five miles to do. You can do that. Yeah, You'll I'll be, be all right. right. I'll be fine. I think I, I, I'm looking forward to to all sage it because yeah, I think what, it's it's, be what it, I think it's going to be a baseline. I think I've looked at some of the competitors in Group F and it scared me, <laughs> I must admit. We were and messaging think... each other the other night about half ten. Yeah. We, were both, we were both going to sleep and <laughs> kept looking. Who's in my group? Who's in my group? <laughs> he looks quite good. He looks yeah. like he's going to be a decent runner. Yeah, but it's a baseline, isn't it? And I can, we can, I can only improve and you can only improve. So if it is that I don't do very well on Osage, there's another 19 races to go at. And I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket, so to speak, and just saying, right, if I don't do anything at all, Sage, it's over. Because it isn't. It's, it is like the Premier League. Man City are second at the moment behind Arsenal. And I still think we'll win the league. So there's always a chance. I mean, Man City have got Pep Guardiola. Yeah, I've got you. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> So 24 what, what, pounds. Where, where, 24 quid, that's all I'm worth as a player, transferred on loan, last-minute transfer deadline. <laughs> if I was a football manager then, who would oh. I be? We decided yeah. that as a player, I'm Gabby Agbon Lahore and worth 24 yeah. pounds. Uh, I'm, I'm Villa as a team because I'm in the Premiership. You're well, Wrexham. technically, I'm Wrexham, so if I'm Wrexham, you're Phil Parkinson. I'm Wrexham's manager. <laughs> well, I'm that, I'm that bad as a team. Well, anyway, I'm not. Sorry, Wrexham. I shouldn't have said that. You're not bad as a team at all. You're getting promotion this year. So, if you are listening, Ryan Reynolds or Rob McElhenney, you aren't bad at all. But if I want to sponsor the show, if you, yeah. If I'm Wrexham, you've got me Phil Parkinson. Parkinson's a decent manager, to be he fair. He got, I think he did something with Bradford, didn't he? I can't really remember, but I think he got Bradford promoted or gone to a cup final or something. Are so, you yeah. saying that on purpose? What? When when Parkinson was the manager of Bradford, yeah, they beat the Villa at Villa Park in the cup. Oh, did I think they? it was like the quarterfinals or the semi-finals or something silly like that. <laughs> I genuinely didn't know that. Sorry, you did. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. You did. You dug me out on last week's show and I had to walk off because you started having a go at the villa. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. Before yeah. he does this, before he does disappear. This episode of Couch to Coached is proudly brought to you in association with the North Staffordshire Road Racers Association, proudly promoting road running in the North Staffordshire region since 1974. 
we're going to because uh, last week I mentioned about the Strava League and we were going to go from Monday to Thursday, but we decided that we were going to go the whole week. So there are some different people that were. I think first was me, hey, just about last Thursday, followed by Sam Crozier, uh, and then Amanda Kelly came third. Um, no, I'd, Sam Crozier won because by the time that we actually spoke, if you I remember, do remember, I do remember, but we spoke about it before, so I've all, we've already cleared it up. So I'm not going to go into that. I'm not biting anyway. So <laughs> who Sam Crozier actually came. Nibble, nibble. Nibble. Sam Cruiser actually won the whole week. He did 50.5 miles in a week on the Sunday. Wow. Uh, and then followed wow. by uh, a gentleman who lives in New Zealand who has actually reached out to us uh, on the Strava League. Sean, apologies if I'm saying this wrong, Sean Moynihan. He's, uh, from, like I say, from New Zealand. Our first international listener that's actually spoken to us. So if there's any more international listeners out there, we know there's a, a person, I'm not sure if it's male or female, from Belgium that listens quite avidly. We've got people in the USA. We've got people in the United Arab, Arab Emirates. We've got people all over the place. So if there, if there are any international listeners, please reach out to us. We are always willing to talk to them. I'm, I'm staggered that, that Sean, hello, Sean, in um, New Zealand. How would he no reach idea. him? No idea. Get in contact with us, Sean, again. Let us know how you found us. Yeah, let us know. And then third is a Stoke Fit member, so representing Stoke Fit, Steve Jennings. He's a very good runner. He's in, He got promotion from Group B, I think, last year, and he's now in Group A in the SRRA. So you've got a lot to live up to with Steve Jennings, Ben. Um, so that's this week's. This week's. I, think, I think he's in Group no, B. Is he? No, I think, he's, I think he got promotion. I think he's in Group A now. I'm sure he is. Uh, and then this week so that was last week so that was last Sunday and this week up until now Sam Crozier again I think his name is going to be mentioned quite a lot he's I actually had a text message or a message from Ken Uh, Rushton um, putting me out my misery and telling me that Sam's in Green Bay I think yeah I think I messaged him actually or he put something on Facebook or something group It was, a, it was a massive weight off my shoulders when I saw so that. So he's done 38.2 miles up to now, and from Monday to Thursday. And then we've got uh, a Liam Clay. Not actually, don't know this person. Uh, so Liam, well done, uh, if you're listening. Liam's from uh, Gator, so Gator AC in Stoke yeah, so I think he's in NS, I think he's NSRRA Group C, I think we looked, didn't we? We were concerned again that we had somebody in uh, another competitor for Ben. So he's done 33.2. And then third is Sean, again, so Sean Moynihan, who is the guy from New Zealand. So he's done 30.3. With Sean, we've we've looked at his Strava, and he runs the same route quite frequently. I don't know where, whereabouts he lives. Which indicates to us he's in the yeah, middle of nowhere I don't know in New where, Zealand. Where about, I don't know New Zealand at all, so I don't know what I'm talking about. But quite regularly runs, two, I mean, two, hour, two yeah. hours a day. He just runs. So he did two hours uh, today. He did two hours yesterday. He did two hours the day before. He did three hours the day before that. So this guy runs some serious... Sean, if you fancy moving to a little town called Stoke-on-Trent <laughs> and joining something called the North Staffordshire Roadrunners Association, um, you're more than welcome. Because I think, looking at the, the paces that you run, uh, I'm not trying to take Ken's job. I reckon you go yeah. into Group I 
my, <laughs> compet- my competitor. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll even offer pay you the, the subscription fee of £24, but I'm not going to do that now if he's another competitor for me. <laughs> oh. Uh, but I think the um, we're we're still quite blown away with yeah, the Strava yeah. League now. We've got forty-seven runners. Um, weekly mileage at the moment five hundred and thirteen miles so far for the midway point of the week. Um, and I think that's with some people probably taking it a little bit mm. easier as well because there's a little race round. Looking the at the Strava League, we're very close. You've done. You're just twenty-third, so you're twenty-third in the league in nine point eight miles. I'm twenty-fourth in the league, nine point seven miles. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm normally quite heavy towards yeah. the weekend, as I say, my running, and I think because of Sunday, I'm just trying to, I don't know, I just feel I'm, I just try and keep myself a little bit fresher. So I've not done, a, I've not done a great mm. deal this week. Um, I'll probably have one more run tomorrow, maybe try and get a bit of speed yeah. in the legs, um, and then I'll have a bit of a light jog on Saturday. And I'll be ready to I'll go. See how I feel over the next couple of days. I might do a bit. Ready to rock I might do and roll. A bit. How's uh, how's the weirdle coming on? The couch challenge. Wordle is uh, fantastic. Really enjoying it. I said to you the hardest thing about the Wordle challenge is remembering to do the Wordle <laughs> yeah. challenge. Yeah. So I've uh, I nearly forgot the other day and had a reminder <laughs> from you, but it's it's going well. I mean, if I if I look at my stats, um, I've done it every day. There hasn't been a day that has caught me out. Um, I mean, today today mm. was close. I'm not going to give anything. Well, actually, I can because by the time this goes out, it'll be tomorrow. So today's word, I think, was mm, shirk. shirk. yeah. And I, it was my third, fifth attempt. I've, had to, I've got one in two. I've got one in four. I've got three of them in five and I've got one in six and that was the one the other day that was really tough. But I'm enjoying it. Good. I'm Good. enjoying it and I'll continue to play it, I think, until the, the you know next week when we have the update and I'm determined not to have any losses. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, the, I'm doing it the same yeah. as well and I haven't lost any yet. I've, I've, did, I've got three and four, three and five and one in six. So... That's- it's going well. Quite enjoying it. Quite enjoying it. How's your bleep I test? Done it, yeah. I haven't done it. I was going to do I, I know I you have. have. I know you have. And you've done very well. And then you've really <laughs> sold it to me by saying it was the worst thing you've ever done. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to so, it. To be fair, I, so if, if anybody, any of the listeners want to take part, the app that we're using um, is the military uh, police beep test. And it's the 20-meter beep test. Um and I did it in the gym because I've got a nifty little 20-meter running track. And I did it, and I just – it got really hot really quick, <laughs> is what I can say. Um, and I ended up I ended up just feeling really hot, and I think that put my heart rate up. And then all of a sudden, I was just – I was flagging. Um, I, it's harder than I remember it being when yeah. I was a little kid. Um, I don't know, but enjoy it. I will. Enjoy I'll do it. it. I'm not sure, it, I'm not sure not when fun. I'm going to do it. Probably – It'll be after all sage, you know. Probably the middle of next week. Yeah. Wise move. I mean, this is a bonus episode yeah. essentially because of the guests. So we'll give it to you next week. We'll we'll have an update on how Rob's done on his beep yeah. test next week, and we'll give you more results. And if as anybody's well. got any listeners' questions, please let us know. Uh, send them into Instagram or Facebook or wherever, or at the out couch to coached at outlook dot com. Uh, the email address. Let us know 
what you want to know. Um, or if anybody's got any poems that they wanted to send to us, we're happy to receive poems. And we've thought about maybe starting a new feature. Um, people's opinions would be appreciated about Rob or uh, not Rob, couch reads or coach reads. So that's will be either myself or Ben looking at articles or looking at books. So we we the books have featured quite heavily in the podcast. So it's it's about what we've been reading over the last week. And we can have a bit of a discussion about the articles and we can pe- put things out there for people to get in contact with us about that. So watch out for that. Yeah, we're, just, we're not just going to we're not just gonna sit no, here and read a book no, or a book. A book, to, a yeah. book. <laughs> yeah, so good little, not, yeah. good little feature. We'll kick it yeah. off next week. And if it picks yeah. up, it picks up. If anybody's got any ideas of other features, please let us know. Um, only nice features, nothing nasty uh, or rude. Something nice. I think that's a good point to end this year. We don't want to talk about anyone else who's nice or not. We hope hope that you enjoyed the episode with uh, Barefoot Blade. Um, Like I say, if you want to sponsor him, the sponsor will be on on the show notes and get in contact with us. Yeah, go go and sponsor him. He's a nice guy and he's doing it for a worthy cause and he's uh, he's putting a lot of commitment into it. Um, he's not convinced either of us to run Alsager 5 barefoot no. at the weekend, which is the next it time I'll be. see you. Get your race face on. Have a bit of a rest. Yeah. Get your race face on. And let's, uh, let's start that Shall promotion push. Last could be my race face, McGurning. What a scary. Do you remember that from Hello. the Christmas Hello, special? Yeah. <laughs> You'll see a seven-foot <laughs> monster standing on the start line, gurning. <laughs> Right. Good way to keep the season. Uh, Wrexham being led by Phil Parkinson. Let's have it. All right. Let's go. See you later. See you later.